when I think of marketed, I'm thinking about the actual psychology of the content. Like he's always, he treats it how you should treat a podcast, which is you test it. You're a detective. He's testing sales messages. Mm -hmm. He's testing people for commitment to, to like lower value things Mm -hmm. for new, for new offers. So he's using it as, as like a a testing ground. Like what are people going to react to? You know, if, Oh, if I make this cool offer, will they opt in? And he's on constantly like a few new outros every month. Drinking again, drinking again, Daxi. Coffee. (laughs) It's time for another episode of the Cold Star Project. And I am super pleased to have Daxi Perez on, who is a podcasting genius. And And I have not talked to anybody about building audiences for podcasts on this podcast, which is the Cold Star Project. If you stumbled in here by accident, the topic is the unexpected challenges of scaling. We get punched in the face and tell you about it so that you don't have to. And so Daxi is the host of a group on Facebook called Podcast Success Secrets. And there's what, about a thousand people in there and growing. And I've seen his content. I've seen him working hard over the last year. Uh, on this specific topic and it's been a lot of fun and he has some great insights. So thanks for being here, Daxi. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me, man. I, I still remember you were like probably one of the first people to engage in my group. Uh, and uh, we've, uh, we're going to be investing a lot more to grow it heavily. Like it's all just grown organically. So mm-hmm. there's some really cool things happening, happening soon in there. So yeah, exactly. So, and you run a business called legacy podcasting, which we'll dig into a little bit later. So let's, let's get started. Um, rather than, and, and we talked a bit about this before the show, but I'm going to repeat it for our listeners and viewers. I did not want to have you on to say, get this kind of microphone, get this kind of camera, because it's stupid and there's no one perfect way to do things, right? Instead, uh, in the content that I've seen from you, it's it's a lot about like growing your audience and, and there's a whole bunch of stuff that I need to apply on my own podcast. Uh, I'm as inept as the next guy, except I'm consistent. <laughs> I produce content. So that's what's the important thing here. So let's let's begin with a basic question. Um, who is the best target audience for listening to podcasts? Because I know I created a bunch of content. I got on LinkedIn and I'm starting to talk to like factory managers and stuff and they don't listen to podcasts. And I was like, damn it. I've created something for an audience that isn't listening to what I have to say. So where, where's a good target audience to start with? Yeah. So, I mean, that question to me, it's like, if people have ears, then there's a potential yeah. that they could listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. But so yeah. a situation like that, uh, a way to avoid that where you're like, man, I made a podcast and no one's going to listen to is, you know, doing some uh, research, figuring out who's mm-hmm. already like proven this kind of like, you know, broad market you know, so if you didn't see anything like that out there, then the odds are, are much lower. Um, it's weird. Like, uh, right now females are a great target cause mm-hmm. they love listening and they just love community. Um, obviously they relate more with other females. So, so heads up. Um, and, uh, it's actually aging down now, like younger demo, like I think 12 to 24 is the fastest growing demographic. Um, which I mean, could, or not probably not relevant to you. Uh, but, <laughs> uh, could be. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's a best, I think it's, it's a platform that's very universal, Mm -hmm. you know, it literally like any language could do it. Um, and any, obviously, um, it's much easier or like different, uh, demographics, it's much more suitable for them to listen if there's an intended result. Uh, and sometimes it's laughter you know, they just want to laugh or, you know, some people like crime shows. Uh, so there has to be an intended result to it, listening to it for that market to want to listen to it. So, 
Okay. There has to be a, a pain point they want solved. So, but it doesn't have to be about entertainment. I'm not going to get up and do any tap dancing, you know. Oh no! That be, if you're going to do that, you better that do it on video because everyone wants to see that on video. <laughs> right. Right. Well, we do. We do put a version of this up on YouTube. So, oh, sweet. Okay. So there is a thing that I call from from my sales training days the danger of the two sales, which you've highlighted here, and and it's a situation where somebody creates something and then they go out into the target market and find that the level of awareness is very low for the problem that this thing is solving. So, and that's, that's just what you've talked about. And, and the mistake that I made was creating a, a solution for something that people weren't aware that they wanted, needed or whatever. So that's where I'm saying is like, find people who are already interested in listening to podcasts and then create one for them to listen to, right? Yeah. Because if you're trying to jump straight to, hey, they're going to listen to this. Well, no, they're not even listening to anything. It's not that they're ignoring you. It's that they're not listening to anything. Yeah. So. And, it's just, and it's just Blue the Ocean Strategy where I'm sure you're familiar with the Blue Ocean Strategy mm -hmm. where you could be too blue. You know, mm -hmm. you could be talking about like VR like all day, but it's like no one's applying it. So, so it's like uh, I learned from my, one of my mentors, Steve Larson, it's the purple mm -hmm. ocean. So you want to have a blue message for a red ocean. Ah. Speak to a red ocean. <laughs> okay. Like I speak to a red ocean. I speak to podcasting, but I kind of have a blue message where it's like different, you know, so. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, the biggest things that I've seen from you that are different are about getting listens, getting the, the consumption of it. I, I haven't seen anybody talking about the numbers that you're talking about. So, and I need to get my butt in gear and applying some of the things to get that result. So, okay. What is, what is the biggest thing that you see maybe existing podcasters or wannabe podcasters who haven't taken action yet? What are they missing that is blocking the growth and effectiveness of their show? Okay. So, I mean, there's never, it's probably more than one thing mm -hmm. usually because it's just like a cascading effect. Um, I would say for most people, uh, it, a lot of, it all starts with the messaging and who's the who, like, who are you speaking with to, and what are you helping them with? Like, why are they listening? Like, what's the desire they want? Like, what's, what's the struggle they're going through at the reason they'll listen to your show. So having that clearly, clearly defined, um, and what's blocking their growth, I would say is, um, you have to have one, you have to master one channel for traffic. Uh, like podcasting is great, putting it out there, but no one is like searching the podcast app for new podcasts like that religiously. Um, cause there's a lot of people releasing podcasts. So you have to have a, a, a communication channel where you're, or a, a platform where you're communicating for your, your marketing episodes, marketing new content where you're like talking to your audience, whether that's email, Instagram, something where you're like the, the people who are listening to you, you're, reminding them and you're, and you're building a new, you're building rapport with them. And then you have to have, uh, and sometimes this could be the same platform, but one for discoverability. So right. people who don't know you can find you, you know, whether, and that has to do with mastering and understanding one platform first before trying to shoot out to all these platforms, figure out one platform where you could game the algorithm, you know, figuring right. out the messaging or whatever to get new people to figure out who you are. That means optimizing your profiles, optimizing your micro content, your hooks to get people to the podcast. Um, you know, for some people that might be Pinterest if you're a woman, cause there's a lot of women on Pinterest and Pinterest, like every photo is a link, which is mm -hmm. awesome. People really underestimate Pinterest. Hmm. Um, uh, some people is Reddit. I know people who grow their podcasts from Reddit. Like they're just in all the subreddits and talking about some controversial topics. And they're like, we talked about it on my podcast. So there's a ninja ways. It's just figuring out uh, which algorithm you're going to hack, you know? Okay. <laughs> so, 
Yeah. This is definitely an area that I suck at. <laughs> yes. Dude, figure, figure, figure one out that you want to hack uh, and then just go all in on it. So it could be SEO. Some people are back right. in the SEO game, which obviously is not as fast as the other ones, but yeah. Okay. So that bleeds into my next question, which is what can podcasts, see what I did there, Red Ocean, um, what can <laughs> podcasters do to increase their audience size? So, um, yeah, so th there's a little bit of overlap there. Yeah. Like I said, you know, mastery one platform. Um, but the most obvious is, uh, you know, lever is growing using OPP, you know, which means other people's platforms. So people who already have an audience, um, and collaborating with them. Uh, and you know, like something I like doing is, you know, whenever I'm going to interview someone, uh, on Facebook live or something, I'll just do like a Instagram story and I'll tag them. Um, and then I'll have a link, a swipe up to my Facebook group. Um, they'll repost it. And like, I'll obviously have a hook in that story. I'll make it, I'll, I'll treat it like it's an ad because honestly it's an ad. It's getting shown to a bunch of people and I have 15 seconds of their time. Um, and I'll say, Hey, we're going to talk with so-and-so about how he did this, this, this. And if you want to listen and swipe up to my Facebook group, he'll repost it. Cause he's like, Oh, this is free marketing for myself. Right. You know, so, so it's, you're setting up a win-win. So collaborating with people who have the audience of the people who would listen to your show. Cause I can collaborate with like Oprah, but I don't think their audience really would listen to like the, the conversion rate's going to be low. <laughs> but if I collaborate, yeah. yeah, yeah. But if I collaborate with the right people, so I would say that's the easiest way to grow your show. Okay. Um, you know, if you go too high of influencers, they're not going to shout you out, you know? Mm -hmm. So start with like micro influencers, people who are maybe at the same level as you who would easily just like, you know, cause they're not doing interviews all day. They'll easily right. just repost it. Um, and then work your way up. So Okay. And I, I see this working on YouTube as well. There's a bunch of like martial arts slash weapons guys and I'm not like a killer ninja guy, but I, I follow a lot of these people like Shadversity and Metatron and a bunch of other guys. And they, 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 they do these, uh, Lindy Beige, they do these overlapping appearing on each other's channels videos where they're both there and sometimes they're not even in the same room. They'll do a green screen and appear and talk to each other or something like that. Uh, and make a video where it looks like they're in the same room, but they're actually not, right? Yeah, so. a lot of gamers do that too. They yeah. collaborate, you know, um, and, that, and that's one of the easiest ways to grow. I would say one key mindset to have when you're doing that is, you know, come from the abundant mentality, not the mm -hmm. scarcity. Because, okay. you know, people think that they, they don't want to, they, so it has to do with, you know, collaboration over competition. So my Facebook group, I interview a lot of other podcasters, mm -hmm. people with agencies, people who run podcast media, and I'm not scared that they're going to take my audience because they're doing the same, they're teaching the same stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you're like a health coach and you don't want to interview other health coaches because you think you're the best health coach, then you're doing your audience a disservice because they might know one thing that you don't know right. or, you know, um, you know, because if they shout you out and they're obviously a health coach, they have people who are listening to them. So I, I you have to, you know, have that mindset where you want to interview people who are like you as well in the market. Don't think that they're going to steal your audience or your audience is going to lead, go to them, you know? Um, right, right. One of the biggest mistakes I see people making. So, okay. Let's dig into that mindset a little bit more. What other mindset tidbits can you, can you share? Um, so like something you mentioned in the, in the beginning of this episode is like consistency is like the most important, mm -hmm. like people like love setting. And I just made an episode about this, setting the right targets and goals. Mm -hmm. Like, people love setting these lofty like download numbers and subscribers targets. But then like, you know, the numbers show that most people quit before, like, and it has nothing to do with the numbers because they have false expectations. Mm. And the most important number is the consistency, the commitment, just right. to show up, just showing up, 
you know, cause the personal transformation in the start, unless you're someone who already speaks on stage all day and you know how to like communicate and it's like, there's, you're not going to transform much from doing a podcast than whatever. But if, if like, that's one of the biggest objections I get, even from clients, people who pay me money, I'm like, it's the, the biggest objection usually is like, all right, Daxi, what do I say? I'm like, what the hell? Why do you want to? <laughs> not the time to ask. Yeah, about a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but, but it's I still help them, obviously. But um, that is one of the biggest things that that stops people, um, and it stops the commitment because they don't know what to say. So hmm. you know, just showing up and, and being committed is like the right. biggest, the most important mindset. So. I know, I know from my own experience. Uh, I don't know how how far. I mean, it's about 60 episodes, but I had a couple of breaks and stuff. And we had a hurricane here last fall that, uh, that knocked me out for about six weeks. And my intention doing this was I didn't know what it was going to turn into. I didn't know how, what we were going to talk about other than scaling, right? And I didn't care, actually, where it ended up. And I also wasn't, I still don't, today, I don't really count downloads listens things like that right i'll look occasionally but to me i'd rather affect six people heavily than lightly brush 500 you know or something like that right um yeah i mean it just for me consistency and and it, it has not been hard work uh and i've enjoyed the hell out of it and i've enjoyed the people that i've met there have been tons of people who i've met who i wouldn't have been able to connect with as easily as i as i have without a show to bring them on, right, and to talk about, and then they've expressed themselves and enjoyed that. And I've and I've ran into this a lot with other podcast founders um, who are ahead of me. They're two, three years into it, and they've said the same thing to me. In that, when they got into it, they were just committed to doing the show, right? They they didn't care about the numbers. They didn't have these download links, and they told me for the first year it was the same experience. Not, not many downloads in the numbers, but the people that they met were awesome and the network building that they were able to do was really, really important. So, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a long-term thing. Like you're yeah. documenting your life. So people come in with the short-term mentality They're mm. they, they like, which is like what most of these other platforms are like, they think like launching a podcast is like launching a product. It's not mm-hmm. really, um, it's like starting a book. <laughs> it's right. like, all right, now there's a lot more work to do. So. Yeah. Yeah. Never ending chapters too. <laughs> so who do you believe has the best marketed podcast in the last couple of years? <laughs> That's an interesting question. Yeah. Um, cause it's obviously subjective cause there's way sure. too many, po- there's way too many podcasts out there. And uh, we, yeah, we don't know what we don't know. Yeah. But exactly. Seen, I'm curious. Um, so it's interesting too, because literally this whole year, uh, the only podcast I listen to is like my clients because mm-hmm. that's my job mm-hmm. uh, to listen to their stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely biased, but I would say uh, Steve Larson um, from Sales Funnel Radio because um, mm-hmm. we work with him. But uh, it's because when I think of marketed, I'm thinking about the actual psychology of the content. Like he's always, he treats it how you should treat a podcast, which is um, you test it. You're a detective. Okay. He's testing sales messages. Mm-hmm. He's testing uh, uh, people for commitment to to like lower value things mm-hmm. for new for new offers. So he's using it as as like uh, a testing ground. Like, what are people going to react to? You know, if oh, if I make this cool offer, will they opt in? Um, and he's on constantly like a few new outros every month with new music. Mm. So he's testing you know event funnels and 
um, you know, coaching, consulting, you know, like so many things he's testing, which I think is smart to do as a, with a podcast with attention. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's my favorite. So, yeah. Okay. So is there just leading off that then, is there a and that, frequency, and that, frequency and that, that you would recommend? Yeah. So, but also just to cover, go back mm-hmm. a little bit, that also goes into what you were saying before. He's about depth, not yeah. really width. So everyone who's listening, it's a really deep conversation happening. Um, so frequency um, that I would recommend? I guess, yeah. Like, like I'm, I try to do one a week. If I do a, yeah, so a minimum, one and a, and a personal one, that's fine too. But yeah, sometimes, minimum, again, I don't have anything I want to talk about. So Yeah, <laughs> so minim, minimum one a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, ideally, every day if you could. Oh, but uh, okay. no, but that, that's, that's pushing it. So the, the main thing is to be proud of your work. Right. You know, yeah. like value someone's time. Like don't just like make it because people will easily split if they feel like they're mm-hmm. not like getting, if they feel like the, the, the quality is diminished, you know, they'll, they'll unsubscribe. And right. then that's, that, that's very hard to come back from. When someone unsubscribes, they're like, probably will never reconsider it. Uh, they might in the future, uh, but <laughs> if, if they're following you on other platforms. Right. So I'm a, I'm a fan of quality over quantity. And then once you feel like you can, you're getting the, the engagement return you want, then you can kind of double down right. on the quantity. Um, so, so yeah. And I want to reiterate this for, for our listeners and viewers. It's going to take you a while if you start a podcast to find your voice, narrow in on your topic be the person that you need to be on this show, right? It's not, it's, you're not going to come out of the gate and have it be perfect. I mean, uh, sometimes I feel I need to remind people I had years and years of doing interviews with people, right? Interviewing people and being interviewed before I started this podcast. I mean, years, you can go back and look at sales call overhaul with the closing engine, right? Which was the podcast that, that uh, Jeremy Pope and I ran for this. A lot of experience there. And then again, an evolution over a year, year and a half of, of running. I think that's show. one of the things people yeah. underestimate the most about a podcast is that the whole thing is like, yeah, you follow frameworks. Yeah, you follow models. Um, but like 80% of it is discovery. Right. Like you just figuring out like, ooh, I like this or I want to try that or I want to say this. And then you're like, oh, I like how people responded. Oh, I like how that feels. Like, oh, I just made that up. And then that becomes your, your new way of thinking. So right. it's, it's, it's a very much a discovery process of yourself. So Yeah, I can remember a point in 2017 when I started looking at sports podcasters to see it with like two hosts because that's what I was doing at the time about how they kind of passed the ball back and forth and who was who was the leader and who was the secondary person and how they swapped those roles the dynamic and and yeah I learned a lot uh, in yeah a, it's a interesting because period. like the sport it's it's really interesting looking at the sports podcasting mm-hmm. from afar because the players are like starting the best podcast now like mm-hmm. even like on ESPN and stuff like all the hosts are the players and I think that just has to do with like social media and that mm-hmm. brands are, are more popular. They're more leverageable um, because people like face, remember faces um, that didn't happen back in the day, you know? Right. So with Will Chamberlain, like he didn't have any access to media. So yeah. But I guess the point of view of being able to say, this is what happened on the court, right? Yes. Uh, it, I was there. I helped. I helped with that play or, or it happened against me. Right. It's more congruent, you know? the messaging is more congruent. So 
makes a lot of sense. So I don't know if you'll be able to answer this, this next question then. And, and no, is perfectly fine. <laughs> because of what you were saying about you've only been listening to your, your um, clients podcasts over the last year or so. Is there anyone who you feel is like underrated, like they've really got good content, but nobody's heard of them? And what's the difference? What's that underrated host doing wrong or differently that they're missing out on? Yeah, so it's funny. I'm giving you the same answer. <laughs> I, I actually think it's Steve Larson, like super underrated. Okay. And um, there, uh, so I will give a, a critique. Uh, and I've told him this before, actually, or I'm, he might have remembered when I said it. I don't remember if he's listening by any odd chance. Uh, <laughs> but uh, like one thing, and it's intentional on his part, which I get, um, he doesn't do, and I think it's why he hasn't like, he's, so he's, he's grown very well because he speaks to a community of people, which is like one of the easiest ways to grow is right. speaking to a community of people because then you know their problems and you know their desires. You know, I sell to a community of people cause I know what they want, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, that's just one thing to consider, but uh, he hasn't um, like done much guest appearances or media appearances to like really take it to the next level to like really get that right. like exponential growth. He's just done it a lot of organically and like collaborating with other people in the community. So building like deep roots in a community rather than like trying to spread a little bit, mm -hmm. which I think is uh, he would benefit from a lot because I know mm -hmm. for sure, like, um, like one of the most common questions I get, for, from people who want to get into podcasting is like, how do I monetize a podcast? Mm. And I don't think people really understand what they're asking when they say that. <laughs> like the real question is like, they're, the real thing they're asking is how do I monetize attention? Cause like monetizing is like podcasting is just a medium. Yeah. Monetizing is a whole nother thing. You have to have the right messaging. You have to have the right offers. You have to, there's so much more behind it that like, obviously there's different methods on podcasting, like affiliate marketing and like, you know, uh, whether how you like what offers you have membership, like there's different models, coaching, consulting, but like the actual act of monetizing is different from the podcast, you know? So, uh, yeah, just to go back to the question, I think Steve Larson's underrated. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Cause he teaches that stuff. He teaches how to create, he's like the offer guy, the offer King. Right. Yeah. And you were saying he was testing. I actually think that's smart to build the deep roots before branching out because I believe it is smarter to develop your voice and develop the clarity on the direction, what you're saying, how you're saying it and what works before you jump out there and try and partner with a bunch yeah. of people. Yeah. And this is just some insider audience. info. This is just some yeah. insider info. He might switch away from sales funnel radio hmm. just because, uh, he started that when he worked at ClickFunnels and, um, his, he doesn't want to be known as that guy anymore. Sales funnel hmm. guy he wants to be known as hmm. the offer guy. So we might be doing something new here soon, okay. but, um, he learned a lot. He discovered a lot. So, yeah. 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 I know yeah, it'll, it'll make him 10 times better <laughs> for the next thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, we've talked a little bit about what it takes to share a podcast and get traction and stuff like that. Like folks need to get into this with the long-term view and that. Uh, what would you say to folks who have been hovering for a while on the idea of starting a podcast and that? What could they ask themselves to filter themselves for a final decision on yes, should I jump into it or no, this really isn't for me. Yeah. So uh, I'll just share an experience that I had when I first started. Um, so one of my first podcasts I started and it actually did significantly well. I'm not, and looking back, I'm like, wow, that did pretty good. Uh, it was a health podcast um, and uh, talking about superfoods and how to like detoxify and like just 
really like naturopathic things. Um, and I was interviewing a lot of people and I, because I stuck to one platform, Instagram, I was able to kind of tap into that market, uh, of like all those hashtags and like grow quick. I got a couple thousand subscribers. Um, and I was building an audience, but that's when I ran into the problem or the realization that, um, starting a podcast around your passion isn't really the best idea mm. because I love music. You know, I love eating healthy, but I have nothing to serve those people with, you know, like I could build an audience in the health thing, but I don't want to become a health coach. I don't sell supplements. Like I don't want to like, there's nothing, there's no other way I can help them. So what's the point of me building an audience? Like what, how am I enriching myself in that experience mm. other than just like talking and then it becomes a job. So right. I would say first thing is to consider, uh, you know, passions are great, but first figure out how can you help people? Like, what are you, what can you do right now? Like, and think about it in a value ladder point of view or just like tied to your business or whatever, or what you, it could be what you want to do, like what yeah. you want to help people with. And then if you're starting out, it could be like, Hey, follow me along in this journey. Cause I want to learn how to help people do this. And I'm going to use this podcast to learn from the best people. And then eventually I'm going to sell you some shit. <laughs> like not say like that, but, uh, that I would say that's the biggest thing. Figure out what promise do you want to give people to li who are listening? You know, uh, what is your promise? Um, and then that it'll be much easier to get people to like, you know, actually opt into all your things, you know, cause mm -hmm. you have a unique promise. So yeah. Right. Right. Okay. I would say that's the biggest thing to get clear. Like that you know, health you... thing just made me think you could create an affiliate <laughs> business with that. Like an audience yes. for hire kind of thing. Right. And then the yeah, supplements yeah. come from somewhere else, but you, that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. But that's still, if it's not what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. That's still, yeah, that, that's not the, the model I want to go. Exactly. So. Okay. So if you can't get clarity on that, it's probably not for you. How, how long should people who are considering podcasting who are not just on the uh, shiny object bandwagon thing of the month, right? They, they know they're really interested in this. They like it. How long should they put into finding that target market, finding that promise before they go, you know what? It's just not there. I need to move on. Um, hmm. That's a good question. How long should they put into that? Um, so one of the first things to do is decide like who the person is, like I was saying earlier, yep. um, really paint a, a picture and avatar of who your ideal person you want to help is. And then, um, once you have that nailed and then you could figure out like what you need to make, like either content wise or offer wise to, you know, make their life better then just go. You know, okay. paint it, paint a show around the, that, that attracts them, you know, whatever using keywords or whatever. Mm. Um, and then just start, you know, testing pieces of content or just, you know, documenting, obviously depending on what phase in life you're at in your business, it would look a little different how you communicate, right. you know, <laughs> like expert secrets talks about the different attractive characters. You know, you could be the reporter, uh, you could be like someone who's like, Hey, I'm starting out, follow along on my journey. I, I, this is what I want to reach to. You're telling people you're setting your kind of, um, how do you say it? You're, you're calling your mark, you're calling your shot. Mm -hmm. Um, and then people just love watching transformation and following journeys. So, yeah. Huh. Okay. Which is not at all what I did starting this podcast. I need to say, <laughs> I don't have an opt-in. Like it's, it's crazy, right? Like it's, it's, it's something that I need to uh, correct. But I get business because people listen to 10 of these things and they go, holy crap, you know, here's the guy who's at the center of all this stuff. And uh, I'm going to go talk yeah, to him. Yeah, so. know how to help me. So that, that's a slightly be, different model. Opt-ins could be anything. Mm -hmm. I, think, I think 
the something that could go before opt-ins that that's still valuable is communication. Hmm. So getting people to like, Hey, like, you know, if you like this or you have any questions, just DM me like being right. open. Like that's what, I, so getting people on a call or whatever is like mm -hmm. the, if you don't have any opt-ins, just do that first. And then, yeah. Awesome. Uh, what can podcast hosts do today that would make their lives easier? What do you see them stumbling over again and again and again, where you were just like, just do this, take this pill and call me in the morning. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah, that varies mm -hmm. per person, dude. Uh, mm -hmm. so I, I would say, um, not, tr not trying to like complicate the process and figure out, um, what you're comfortable with and actually just focusing on like the quality mm. of, of the content and actually like, um, the messaging and, uh, making sure it aligns with your, your person. Cause a lot of people do interview shows and such, and it's like, they're doing it for themselves, which is great, but it kind of like, isn't on target with like mm. the, the overall core message of the podcast, I feel like. So yeah, I don't know if that completely answers your question. That's a hard one, dude. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I forgot the question. Now. <laughs> okay. What what could people do today? Podcast hosts do to okay. make their lives easier. Oh, should podcast they, should they hosts. Be, should they be delegating uh, part of the production yes. process? Oh, yes, yes. Okay, so I I missed the host part. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So figure out how what tasks are repetitive mm. um, that you can outsource, and um, just document it. You know, whether it's a Trello checklist or, or a Microsoft doc, be like, all right, this is the first step I take. This is the next step. Like literally just record everything and then literally just hire someone to Upwork for a few dollars an hour. Like, Hey, I just need you to do this. Um, and, uh, that's one of the biggest, uh, things I see hold people back because, because it takes so much time and effort, they end up doing like a real time show. Meaning like, wow. like, Hey, I don't have content this week. I have to record now. Like, Hey, I don't have content. We got the, like over every week, <laughs> you know, uh, rather than just like, all right, I got someone who can do everything. Let me record a bunch of episodes and then right. schedule it out. So have them do it. Okay. Awesome. So what does legacy podcasting do your business? Yes. So we help. So we have a, a, a market we target, which are more mm -hmm. premium influencers, people who are making like some of them like six figures or more a month, um, who have audiences, who have sales funnels, who have offers, they know their messaging. So it's great for me. I spend less right. time on the, on the phone with them. <laughs> um, so um, we help those type of people, um, mainly in the digital space, but we're actually moving a little bit more into the B2B space. Um, we help them uh, launch a podcast. We treat it like a product launch, building a lot of hype, doing giveaways, uh, getting, getting them a new and noteworthy, um, in developing a full strategy that aligns with the goals of their podcast, whether that's you know, to sell an event one year from now, or to, you know, sell courses every, every launch, every quarter. Um, we, we try to help them develop a strategy and then we just do like the, the mainly like the work, like the, the production and distribution of everything every month. Um, whether it's all platforms, we do guest booking, guest communications, literally like we just, the people we work with, they're high level. And the thing they care about the most is time. Right. So like anything that would take their time, we take off their plate. Okay. Um, Very nice. So, yes. So what you've got a podcast success secrets group on Facebook and folks can go there and uh, ask to join. What are they going to get in there? And is there something they should sign up for once they're in there? How does that yes. work? Yes. So actually when you join the group, one of the questions is uh, if you would like our guide, it's a 150 page, 170 page actually guide to podcasting ultimate guide 
like literally step by step, like, you know, a little bit of the strategy mm-hmm. and actually how to create the accounts, like the techie stuff that isn't fun to talk about, um, which Mike to buy <laughs> all the equipment and stuff uh, is, is in that guide. So we probably going to make it a book in the future, um, but we're literally just made it. And we're just like, let's give it away for free. Mm-hmm. You know? um, so you get that when you join the group. And then I also interview my goal kind of is to interview a lot of other big podcasters and to figure out, Hey, what are you doing and what's yeah. working? Um, and kind of get some behind the scenes knowledge, uh, which I have been getting, which is pretty cool. Um, it benefits me and my agency, but it, it also like people who are watching in the group, they can get mm-hmm. benefit out of that too. So yeah, exactly. it's pretty much the main goal of my podcast. So yeah. Okay. And you've got a course that people can buy. I know cause my former business partner bought it and, uh, we yes, we had for, one. Uh, we ah. we kind of tra- we kind of transitioned it into. Okay. We're probably gonna probably gonna make more, but we've actually tra- when we just did our first round, it went really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we transitioned it into a launch challenge, mm-hmm. so twenty one okay. days. Uh, it's pretty much our launch process, and it's all like you know, it's just a typical challenge. Like every week and every day, kind of like action steps to take. Twenty one okay. days later, you have your podcast out with a great strategy and kind of aligned with your long-term vision so our next round we're probably going to do next month and um it's funny because we're going to make it like way cheaper like Mm -hmm. the last one was a thousand dollars and we like sold out pretty quick um but that's because we were doing some done for you components which isn't scalable which isn't fun let me just tell you guys that if you're gonna make a challenge uh don't have done for you components um (laughs) but uh the next round is going to be like a 97 dollar and there's going to be a few like upsells for like coaching and stuff. But other than that, it's pretty like, we just want to get as much people to get started. And like, literally like we're going to dump in a lot of like 80 plus videos of uh, obviously relevant videos. Um, and we're pretty excited because we're going to get affiliates on board and we're really trying to like make a dent in the podcasting industry and like stamp our ground. So awesome. All right. Anything you want to finish off with something that you'd like to say to either podcast hosts who have a show or folks who are thinking about it? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Don't quit. Um, and uh, yeah, if you have any questions like specific, cause I'm sure I can't hear what you guys are thinking right now. Uh, <laughs> just hit me up on Instagram. I am Daxi and uh, yeah. J- thanks so much for having me on Jason. You bet. Appreciate it. Thanks for being yeah. here. My guest today has been Daxi Perez, who owns Legacy Podcasting and is the founder of the Podcast Success Secrets group on Facebook. 